What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes Society podcast. I'm Jones. And I'm Candace. And we're a real podcast having real conversations with real people. You can find us on SoundCloud. You can find us on Stitcher. You can find us on iTunes under the Stakes is High podcast. Get social with us. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're also using the Stakes is High podcast hashtag. Check us out. And welcome welcome to to our our podcast. podcast. What's going on, C? Jones, Jones, Jones. What's happening? Nothing much. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. How was your week? It was pretty awesome. How was yours? It was good. It was good. I worked a lot. Um, The time of the year where we're getting a a lot of overtime. So I've been out here grinding, you know, trying trying to, you know, make some extra money. I can dig it. Yeah, man. Yeah. You ready for Christmas? I'm so ready for Christmas. I literally only bought one thing for my daughter mm-hmm. because she's spoiled rotten. Mm-hmm. And I think we she, talked about this before. Yeah, yeah, she's got a ton ton of gifts that she didn't even see last year that I'm just going to pop under the tree. Mm-mm. Very cost effective. <laughs> I hear that. I hear and that. she's spoiled. And so, yeah, she has so many toys already. It's ridiculous. You got to get her some clothes. I got her new Christmas pajamas. Um, or some boots. Okay. She has a ton of clothes, though. Like, seriously. She's yeah, spoiled, yeah. dude. She doesn't need anything. She doesn't want for anything. She doesn't need anything. Yeah, I think I have to change my way of thinking because Christmas and holidays have just, when I was growing up, it was just kind of another day. Mm-hmm. So I never really had any any uh, traditions. And I, I got gifts and exchange gifts, but it just was just kind of like, uh, just another day for me. I think I take the attitude of my father, but... Uh, with having a three-year-old, I most definitely have to change my mindset. Yeah, cause because he's probably excited. Yeah, yeah, he's starting to believe in Santa Claus mm-hmm. and you know understanding that concept. So it's fun. It's fun for the individuals out there who deprive their kid of Santa Claus or try to make it some cons- conspiracy theory. Man, y'all tripping, man. Y'all <laughs> see his, eye, his eyes when I when he sees Santa Claus. You know, it's just fun. So, but we talked about that already. Yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. So. And now, like, this is Maddie's like first like Christmas where she actually like knows what's going yeah, on. Yeah, and that's how and so, that's how it is. Like yeah. we were wrapping presents, and so we let her put the stickers on for the labels. Yeah. And she's so excited. She's like, "This is for her." And this is. So she's excited about it, but it's kind of hard because she doesn't realize that it's not Christmas Day yet. No, so she, she don't sh- understand the concept. He's like that too. So right? she's trying to open up the presents every <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Every single day. She's like, is it Christmas time yet? I'm like, no. And so like, <laughs> so yeah, but like, it's it's going to be fun. Like I host brunch at my house. And so, okay. yeah, right, it'll be right, fun. Cool, cool, cool. Hey, shout out to the Drunken Nights. Yes. Um, <laughs> last episode. <laughs> I enjoyed you guys. It was Thank great. Thank y'all so much. Yeah, I love y'all. I got a lot of positive reviews. Uh, like I said, uh, in the beginning of the episode so hopefully you guys were aware of the parental advisory that we had to put out yeah. before the show started real but, deal but now nah, like you know um <laughs> that's their show what you heard right there is just a piece of how they how their show goes you know but they're they, cool dudes yeah they keep it you know they, 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 but they there's no filter they're protectors of the truth yeah <laughs> there's no filter of their show but they you know they give you great content so yeah so all right all right all right, but all right. shout out to them shout you out know, to them Oh, there, never mind. I'll, I'll let you guys know. I, I, I'll let you guys. Uh, there's an. Uh, it's not an announcement, but yeah. But anyway, sorry. It's okay. I'm just talking. It's okay. He's talking. To that guy. All right. All right. All right. So this week, uh, we are back to our regular uh, scheduled uh, <laughs> programming. <laughs> programming. <laughs> um, but uh, this week, you know, uh, I had this brother on. Uh, well, of course, we have a guest. Uh, I've had this brother on uh, another episode. Uh, shout out to Desmond, uh, one of my frat brothers. Uh, he's in Houston right now. Uh, shout out to him. He connected me with this brother um, before the show, actually. And it's crazy because we had a conversation about possibly, this is when I first started thinking about doing a podcast. And I was like, yo, man, it'd be cool. We was just kind of brainstorming. Not that we were going to do it together. We was just rapping about just doing different things. And I wanted to do a podcast. So anyway, uh, fast forward, he was on a show. I think he was on the Jesse Williams episode. Yes, he was. Uh, very good episode. You guys got to check that out. One Shout of my out. faves. One of my faves. For yeah, real. yeah. That episode we had um, a, uh, a Weston who is a white gentleman, and he gave the first half of the show, and then we kind of uh, had an exchange, talk, conversation about that, whatever. Anyway, check that episode out. It's on our SoundCloud. But um, this brother came on, man, um, very soft-spoken. Uh, so you got to listen to that episode when you go back and catch him because he was kind of, he was soft-spoken but giving some great um, uh, great information and just get great exchange on that episode. But anyway, 
Um, I've been wanting, wanting to come back on, you know, just because of time and just, you know, moving and everything like that. Um, but he's back and uh, has a, a great product that he's going to be talking about today. Um, I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, with, with no further ado, I want to introduce everyone to Brian Lawrence. What's going on, man? What's going on, listeners? What's going on? What's going on? Welcome back, man. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. I can't believe uh, it's, 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 it's surreal to be on on like a, on a show actually talking about something I put together. Yeah, so that's dope, man. It's that's still kind of kind of weird. It's okay. awesome. I'm so, <laughs> y'all, y'all don't even know, like, I'm a reader, and so I love the fact that we have this gentleman here today. Yeah. So excited. Yeah, man. How long ago was that when we first sat down? I mean, we was, 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 was we had a Kill Yeah, I remember yeah. the whole conversation. So glad that's yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. And I was anymore. visiting actually I was on a trip for a job interview. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. just uh solidified that I was moving here with yeah, my wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we were just rapping about That's crazy. Doing just this. doing different things. That's and crazy. I was yeah. Like, yeah, all you gotta do is do this, this, this. <laughs> yeah, like, really? And, I was, and then I, next thing you know I came back. I came out here. Yeah. And he had his show. Yeah, man. It was I'm uh like, that's cool. Yeah, man, I appreciate that conversation because I was just like, man, I had I think you may have been like one of the first few people that I had ever talked about even doing it. So yeah. it's a year, year and a little over added Candace to the show. So, yeah, yeah. man, yeah, man. Welcome back. Um, you, you how is how's Indianapolis treated you, man? Because you came from St. Louis. St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where originally are you from? I'm from L.A. Actually. OK. OK. Yeah, originally that's right. That's right. Yeah, originally yeah. from L.A., yeah. but. I'm very well traveled in terms of uh, I went to Howard University for yeah. undergrad, moved to New York after that, ended up in Atlanta, lived in Boston. I mean, I, 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 I made some moves, <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I think um, Indianapolis is probably the most Midwest city culturally I've ex- experienced. Mm-hmm. It's like it's really to me true blue, like mid Midwest. Mm-hmm. Like, well, this is kind of southern, okay, kind of southern Midwest mix, but this is. They middle, are. This, this they is middle are. America right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I got cows in my backyard. I got cornfields yeah. in my backyard. <laughs> for um, sure, for but, sure. You know, and then you can hit the city and you got two professional teams. You yeah, know, that's, two, that's what I'm two, saying. Yeah. And, then, and then, you know, that's it, it has a definite metropolitan feel downtown. For and, sure, for sure. You know, it's a lot of black folks out here. That I, so you I, like I, living I, in like, Indy? Yeah. Good. I, I like it so far. That's Good. That's a I love Indy. Yeah? Yeah, I'm born and raised here. I love it. I love Indy. Yeah, man. So um, before we get into, you know, your, uh, of course, you know, he, Brian's brought a book. And before we get into that, uh, tell me a little bit about your background, you know, and just kind of leading up to you creating this book. Well, um, I'm a career coach by trade. Um, I currently work at Work One North. I teach a I teach a career development course for uh, the long term unemployed. Okay. And I've been doing that since St. Louis. I've been doing that for about the last five seven years. And before that, I worked in business um, in New York. And through all that, I've always been one to write things down. I've been always been one to have sort of uh, a creative side in terms of how I express myself. I've always I've all, I always write um, I always write ideas down. And I think. In terms of writing the book, it, it was not a thing that led up to it. It was one day I found out I was having a daughter, and that poured out. So you, <laughs> that's what's up, man. So, so it wasn't like you, um, you know, had this just ideal of wanting to be an author. Oh just, no, not at all. Okay, okay. I think with the uh, only thing I really wanted to do was have something to give her. Like physically, right? So it was like I, I wrote it when I found out about her. I wrote it about two days after I found out my wife was having her. This was her. Okay. And I wrote it, started writing on a napkin and, and post-its and like all these places to put the idea together. Right. And I put it down on paper, and I was like, wow, I really like this. This was her. I really like what I, I really like what I wrote, mm-hmm. and I really just wanted to have it be a physical thing, right? I wanted her to see it. I didn't, and I didn't want it just to be a like a piece of paper that I gave her. I wanted gotcha. it to be like a physical, I guess, like something I could give her. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And you know, like as a, a love letter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and as a new father, you got, and as a as a new parent, you probably can relate. Like you kind of have these ideas about your children, and I didn't know anything, so yeah. I, I figured I want to have this written, put together, have the book ready to go for her first birthday, so she can read it. Gotcha. Right. Mm-hmm. 
kids don't read by the time they're one. No. <laughs> <laughs> Learn, yeah. I later learned that kids don't read by the time they're one. And exactly. I was like, okay, well, I'll read it to her anyways. And I, I think when I started reading it, I, I, it was written from a perspective of I have to read it to her or okay. I want to speak the words to her. Yeah, yeah. And that's uh, before you go, you know, not to not to stop you there, but let's give us a little bit of background of the book. You know what I mean? Other than, you know, what what is your of course your inspiration she was born mm -hmm. you know so what are some of the you know everybody got to go out and buy it we're going to tell you where to go get it but uh you know some of the passages in the book what was the like your was each page a different inspiration of what you wanted to tell her or you know how's that i, I think once i'm one of those writers that i kind of let let the pen like let it just come out my brain and then organize it later okay. so when i I kind of wrote each line individually. So okay. it was just as they came, as I had the rhymes come together, um, I just wrote them. Okay. And then once I had them all, it was at, at one point it was probably, I'd say about 50 lines, okay. like 50 different little brown. Yeah, each, yeah, yeah. It, for those who haven't read it, each page or each line starts with a little brown girl and then it kind of falls into what I'm trying to say to the little brown girl. Okay. And, and it, that's a, what's the title? Yeah. And the title is Little Brown Girl. Yeah. Little yeah, Brown for sure. Girl. And it's beautiful, y'all. Once I had it all out, you know, had it all laid out and on, on a really long sheet of paper, yeah, yeah. I just started cutting it, cutting it down and then just reorganized it so that by the messages that I saw in it. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, and yeah. that's just kind of how it came, kind of so. came about. It was like some of the messages were really similar. So I cut those, those out and, and kept the ones I felt were the strongest. Okay. But I want ultimately, I just wanted to to make sure that what I wrote spoke to how I felt about fatherhood and how I wanted my daughter to understand me as a father and my role and, right, and right, how right. to help her, okay. you know, in her eventual womanhood. That's what's up. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, man. Um, what? I, so, is this basically you talking to her? Ultimately, yes. Okay. I think okay. it's every like I said, every line is it is geared towards some piece of me speaking Did to her. You, okay, yeah, that's what I was. And talking. I think uh, there's a spiritual aspect to it. So I mean, when I thought yeah. about how I'm going to help instill instill spirituality, I mean, how how do I want to say yeah, that, or yeah. or what what role would I play in that process? Okay. When I wanted okay. to talk about like our engagement and, yeah. and what that looked like, how up. how do I express that? Right. When I wanted to talk about, you know, how she defines or how I help her define what beauty is, mm. because I think lots of times you, you'll hear like it's important for for dads to be in girls lives because they have to teach them what that they're beautiful. Yeah. And I kind of agree and disagree with that to a certain degree where there's a lot of emphasis put on the physical aspect of, yes. you know, I yeah. have to make sure she looks pretty or help to tell yeah. her she's pretty all the time. And. I agree there's a place for that, but I think it's more important for me. What I wanted her to understand was it's more important that you find the beauty in, you know, your calling, yeah, yeah, your yeah. talent, your natural talents, your skill sets and all that kind of Absolutely. thing. And I just wanted to make sure she understood that. And, you know, in, in those times where she needs to feel like you yeah. know, she's pretty, I'm going to definitely let her know she's pretty. So but basically having that balance instead of making it, you know, the one side of the physical aspect. Of yeah, it, you of know. course. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's what's up, man. Um, I love this. I just what, want y'all to know I love it. <laughs> As as a as a big brown girl, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's awesome. So what is so basically the most? I guess when I you know when I start when you sent me a little bit you know pieces of it and uh -huh. through email, uh, I guess the the thing that I guess I was the most impressive. I mean, of course, you know the message and everything like that. You know, is basically you did this yourself. Yeah, that was that was most definitely. I was like, yo, this is dope. You know what I mean? Just basically, uh, you know self-published everything you know what i mean so what made you feel like you know like i want to do this alone i don't want to go out and reach out to someone else and trying to get you know help with this what was your you know what what made you do that um well i don't i didn't do the illustrations I'll, oh okay I'll, okay, I'll okay. Right i was now. gonna say I, man I, that looked I dope. Did, <laughs> okay, okay i didn't do the illustrations and and i'd say for me the the important piece was that the reason i didn't I guess I didn't reach out to too many folks. I did. I found I found the, the illustrator. 
uh, I found the publishing process, all that. But to be honest, originally the plan wasn't even to publish it. Oh, uh, okay. It, okay. The plan was just for this. Just, I just for wanted, her. I just wanted it to be authentic, like, uh, okay. like okay. an actual okay. book okay. that's on her okay. on her shelf. When I started looking into the process, yeah, yeah. it just kind of turned into this project. So you reached out to get it published and everything like that. Okay. Well, no, I mean, I found out how to get it published. It's, it is a self-published project. Okay. So you just, okay. Okay. So okay. I just had to, I mean, I'd never really published anything before and I yeah, never yeah, thought yeah. to. So, um, once I had the actual product and I saw it on her, on her shelf, I, the, um, the illustrator, her name is Precious Beast. Uh, shout out to her. She did a really good job it's throughout awesome. the process. It's beautiful. Um, I, I really, uh, enjoyed working with her and it yeah. was a woman that I didn't know uh, and That's I put up. some fillers out on Facebook and she reached out That's and she was up, super man. excited and she yeah, put looks together, good man it looks real good put together a really good piece of work for me uh, but in terms of actually getting it published uh, she was the one that kind of encouraged me to do it like uh, she was oh, like this awesome. is like really good you need to That's get you, you need other people see this somebody else see this yeah, yeah, like, yeah I was like okay well I never <laughs> I, just, I really honestly never really thought to publish it until she kind of pressed me about it a couple times okay. and people and once people came to the house they saw it and read it I mean like, yeah, I had a couple this. people cry and stuff reading the joint yeah. and it was just like and kind of it, it kind of weirds you out a little bit when to see people's reaction to it yeah. Except yeah. especially since it's something you did uh -huh. Uh -huh. but I think that kind of gave me a little bit of motivation uh -huh. yeah to, for sure okay I, I think I think it's good but when it's, someone else tells you, it's like, oh man, yeah, yeah I already know, yeah. yeah. But and it's also just like even like it could have been one of those things like, well, I think it's good, but do will other people really think it's good? Right, like, right, will right. the masses think it's good? Will, right. will one person think it's good? Like, and I think that was the challenging part to me. It's just like, okay, okay. I'm really about to just put this out there and, so, and see what happens. But yeah. I think ultimately the most important thing was that I had it for my daughter, and that's cool. That's and cool. I've read it to her about a hundred times. She probably, she probably knows it by heart. Yeah, it's the book she grabs when she goes to the nah, to the bookshelf. I love it. That right there is that's that's that victory. Right yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if no one yeah. if no one bought it, no one buys it. Not another copy. I mean, that, to me, that that, yeah. that's, that was the that was the whole point. Now that you have you know you've you've been inspired to publish it and want everyone else to hear it. What's your goal? What do, what do you have you set a goal like this is what I want to happen right now? The technically the goal is just to get my money back. Like if I I, just, I would like to break even. Okay. Right. Yeah. And, no doubt. No doubt. And anything other than anything more than that is just a blessing. Mm -hmm. Like I can honestly say it would be a blessing. It would be a blessing to get my money back. And For sure. like I said, the, the the purpose was never to sell it. So I was I'm totally content with yeah. the fact that I think I have around. 40 book sales right now. Like, it's not a not a huge, but I'm like, man, nah, people if, thought if, it was cool. Yeah, <laughs> they're about yeah, to have 41. So, yeah. And, and that's how, man, honestly, you know, and when I first started this, this is kind of what, when I first started doing my podcast, you know, that kind of, that's like, I was just like, yo, I want to do this as a hobby. I just want to have conversations with people that I have with my buddies anyway. Mm -hmm. Desmond and I, you know, we get around and we talk about CNN basketball and i'm like yo let's put this on let's start recording this not just 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 people any period you know and that's what i was i'm like man if i get one listen if i get a hundred i don't care i just want it to be something that i love doing you know what i'm saying yeah. so kind of the same and it, but if people are telling you hey, man i like that episode i'm like all right cool you know yeah. so so it's the same way with the book that's you know that's uh that feeling you get man so keep doing it man keep yeah. doing it keep doing it man for sure um, what I, what I guess, you know, what I wanted to go from there, you know, at, well, first we're going to, I want to pub this. Where can they get the book? We're going to talk about it now, midpoint and okay. at the end. Okay. So where can they get the book? If you want to order the book, you can get it at littlebrowngirlbook.com. That's littlebrowngirlbook.com. And it, if you don't have PayPal, you can also order it at, you can get it on Amazon. But just a shameless plug, I get more money if you buy it from littlebrowngirlbook.com. <laughs> Go to the site. Um, Go to the site. Go to the site. But we will do. Um, we'll drop the link. We'll drop in the SoundCloud. link in our SoundCloud, and we'll make sure it's on Facebook and everything like that. Cool. And, uh, yeah, I just took a picture, so I'm gonna post it. <laughs> I appreciate. Tag you on social media. I, I really, really do appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, man. So, um, you know, I guess what I want to do, man, I do want to have a conversation uh, about the importance of um, black fathers in daughters lives because this is the thing i think a lot of times we just see we see the disruption of um a, a lot of times the conversation is that we see uh black boys problem black boys and it goes to their fathers not in their life because the mothers i don't want to say always but there's a high percentage of single mothers raising mm -hmm. men 
You know what I mean? You see it all over. You see it. I'm looking at the football football screen TV right now. A football player get up there and be like, thank my mom without her. You know what I mean? So I think we, a lot of times, the, the fatherless daughter, a lot of time, it kind of catches the back burner. You know, because when you start looking at problem in men, it usually goes, man, his father wasn't in his life. Right. You know what I mean? So what I want to talk about, you know, let's talk about the absence or the importance of black men in their daughter's lives. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think we can even just take the black men off of just fathers and the daughter's lives in, in general. Right. So it's I think for me, that was my thought process. I, I didn't think about it as. You know, like I said, originally the idea was not to think about it as I'm trying to uh, redefine black fatherhood by writing this book. Yeah. Like I said, it was just love. Like I just love, sure. I, I loved her, and I think the important aspect of it, the role, is to, is to love your child and and help help them understand who they are, understand their role in this in this world, yeah. and and help facilitate that as much as you can. And as for black fatherhood, I think it's it's super important because with like with little girls especially little black girls it's like there's so much messages so many messages that get sent out there yes so much and that's why i said black you yeah, know yeah, and, yeah. and that's why i mentioned that because yeah i mean it it is very very you know that that as it's very very important man like you yeah. said there's a lot of messages out there of how if you look culturally a lot of times you know worldwide where the black woman falls in the pecking order yeah. You know what I mean? So it's very important for men, you know, black men, most definitely to give that inspiration. One right. of the things I wanted to talk that you said earlier was even just letting a woman know her beauty. Right. You know, um, outside of the physical aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? and, and because if not, man, there's sharks out here. Yes, there are. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of sharks. I mean, it's an important relationship, period. Just as your father is the first man in your life that you essentially fall in love with. Your, your daddy is going to be the first man that breaks your heart. He's going to be the first man that, you know, makes you go to your room mad and angry and all of that. But then again, too, he's also going to be the man that shows you how a man is supposed to treat you, whether that right. be a man that dates you or a man that's your friend. Right. And so it's, an, it's very important to make sure that we're cultivating that relationship. And it's especially as a black woman. Of course. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think... Um, that's one of the lines. Like, I'm, I'm going to be the first man to tell you you're beautiful, and I'm going to be the first. I'm going to be the first man to help you define what that is, right? Mm -hmm. And I think when, it, like I said, when it comes to our daughters, man, like, just, just think about like things like the hair culture, culture of hair, and culture mm -hmm. of like or colorism, or mm -hmm. or just the fact that you know little black kids are sent to the principal's office way more than every other kid, mm -hmm. or, mm -hmm. or by the time she's five or the, by the time she first time she goes to school i mean we're in brownsburg so if, you, if she goes to school there yeah. i mean who, who you know she wears her hair out when she's natural you know what I'm saying? like i mean who, how long is it going to be before someone grabs her hair or touches mm -hmm. her hair and, or ask yeah. ask her questions yeah. or oh it's, it's gonna happen even it's probably already that. happened right right it's because our, our daughter's hair is natural and Anytime she has her hair out in Afro, oh my God, can I touch? No, you cannot touch her hair. <laughs> <laughs> you got to slap hands, right? Yeah, like yeah. it's yeah. I mean, and so yeah. And it's just being being there for some of that, and just being there to interject that conversation all the time, and being ready and prepared to um, take that role. Because I mean, I mean that's what fatherhood is. It's it's, it's like kind of accepting the unknown of what's going to happen, but being ready to talk about whatever that is. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, not having a girl, you know, that's it, it, it. I always wondered, like, some of the things that I've always wondered is like, you know, us as men, you know, we have this image of what we think a lot of times, I guess we used to say fatherhood or or we have an image of what we uh, um, like, what beauty is, you know, and a lot of times if we look at what societies has provided us, what we think beauty is. And then when you have that daughter, I was like always wondering, like, man, you know, um, is my attitude going to change towards that? You know, or just, you know, and I haven't had a daughter. So, you know, I was just always wondering, like, how fathers have, like, is do you have this separation of what, like, you know, the I know you're married, but just like the image of what, oh, man, you know, the beauty is of a woman. And then when you have that daughter, did that change or is it kind of like, you know, 
how how that is just far as like even just just uh even just the portrayal of what you want the attitude and just to her image to be you know i think it well at first like when you think about the like what how beauty changes like for me i'd say it first changed when i met my wife right, right? so she became the barometer for what how i define beauty right. like because she was the most beautiful person i'd seen and interacted with so I yeah. had to have her. I made her mine, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then when when you have a daughter, it doesn't. You you do you look at it differently because it creates a different, uh, sec, almost like a different section of beauty, right? So mm-hmm. it's like I don't look at my daughter like I look at I used to look at women, right? Yeah, so, no, so yeah, it's, no, no, no. It's it's like so it's this new section of beauty that's like created, yeah. and it's like that you can't explain. Like, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, damn, that shit is like. So, it's like, amazing. It makes you, like I cried. You, you, yeah. you know, you cry when you see your babies. Like, yeah, I yeah. Like I couldn't even explain it. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like this whole new idea of what beauty is because it's this little tiny person that looks like you, and the most beautiful person that you that that you married, and it's like, but then you want to protect it, and then you want to yeah. make sure that 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 someone that sees and recognizes that has an understanding of mm-hmm. how you manage this kind of beauty or yeah, yeah. man. It, yeah, no, absolutely, man. That's I just, it. my thing is that, you know, not having a daughter, you know, having a son. So I'm like, you know, all right, you, automatically you start thinking of manly things. Man, I hope he's good at basketball. <laughs> hope he's, you know what I mean? So, I mean, on top of like, you know, of course, when you see him, you, you're blessed to see health, you know, mm-hmm. health. Um, look at those toes. Look at fire, oh, God, fingers, you know, yeah. I'm looking at all that for sure. But then, you know, after all, after all that sets in, of course, it's a love you've never seen. But I, I'm thinking manly things now. I'm like, yeah. man, shoot, what number is he going to be? You know, like, yeah. I hope he's 6'5". You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. All those type of things. But, like, having a girl, you know, I just I just never knew. Like, of course, I'm not going to look at my daughter. Like, I hope she looks like Holly Berry. That's, that's crazy. I'm not, yeah. you know. But just like that, just that all out, just like the beauty of every. I, I, I didn't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I haven't had a daughter. So it's just always like I always wonder that, you know. Yeah, how, I think. It's, it's funny that you say, like, the manly thing is because, I, like, my wife used to ask me, like, if I cared if I had a son or daughter. And right, I, right. I, I, no, I don't. I just want her to like, I don't want either one, if I have a son or daughter, I just want them to like basketball. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. uh, it doesn't matter to me. As long as they, can, they, like, they, can, they like basketball, we can relate in that level. I'm totally no doubt, cool. No doubt, so, no um, I, I do think of things like, yeah, will she play basketball? I do yeah. think of things like, uh, what's she going to be when she grows up? But I think the important piece uh, for me is helping her understand on a very broad level that she can be anything she wants to oh, be. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, and part of my job is to help facilitate figuring that out. And the other part of my job is helping her like navigate uh, some of that, some of those weeds she might have to have to go into depending on whatever, whatever she decides to go into. If yeah. she, like for me, I'm not trying to push her to the arts. I'm not trying to push her to, to be an engineer. I'm trying to, you know, see her talent and kind of, facilitate that yeah no doubt yeah absolutely i agree with you because i mean um i think i talked about it on a podcast before and i was just talking about um i think it was a episode and i was just saying like how so many people go into college blindly Mm -hmm. yeah i remember you don't know what i was just like i'm 18 i'm gonna go to college because they told me to go to college and they expect you to know what you want to be uh, at 18 (laughs) it's 19 choose what you want to be for you know and that's one of the things that i've tried to look at when i when i look at my son i'm like all right cool i want him to be able to be the best at whatever he's going to be but at the same time he's going to need guidance from me and his mother to say you might want to try this path mm-hmm. and, 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 and talk to him all the way from where he can know all the way up until, mm-hmm. you know, it's time for him to make that decision on what he is. Because I didn't have a guidance. I was just guessing. I'm mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? So, you know, and, I, and I, 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 I totally agree with you on that, man, just because these parents today. Here's the thing. Yes. Stick to your dreams. Mm-hmm. You can be whatever you want to be. As long as you work hard, stick to your dreams. That's somewhat true, but at the end of the day, that's not always the truth. Here's the thing. If my son is going to be five, nine and a half, (laughs) 
and he's not that good at basketball. He's not going to go to the his NBA. His dream going to the NBA is not going to happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> Even if he's 6'5 and not good at basketball True. or whatever, he can't catch a football. Right. But his dream is to go to the NBA or the NFL. We have to give our kids some reality there. Yeah. And I think what happens is without that guidance, you see someone on TV, LeBron James gets up to say, kids, stick to what you want to be. You can be whatever you want in life. Uh, you know, you can, but you can't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I think, especially having a background as a, as a career coach, uh, I think telling, helping people to kind of figure out, you know, are my, are my dreams realistic or not? Exactly. It's kind of part of my job, right? Yeah. So I think with, with young people, though, I think the, the earlier we can get those ideas and kind of recognize you know, their different talents or expose them to different things. I think that's that's what that's what our primary role is. Exactly. Give, give them give them that facilitate that exposure, facilitate uh, helping them get better at whatever they whatever they decide to right, do. Right. 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 And I also think there there is something in that that tough conversation where, OK, yeah, your son may be five, nine, not that good at basketball. But son, what do you enjoy about basketball? What is it? What is it about playing that that excites you? What, what energizes you? And, and kind of get into that conversation and seeing how we can transition that, or, yeah. or, or are you are you okay with coaching? Would that would that be cool? You know what I mean? Yeah, so just, yeah, just kind of Or maybe going to sports management. It, yeah, just, yeah. just trying to figure out what that looks like. And I think with my daughter, I think, and like I said, with my, this is my first daughter, and I think, or my first child. So it's it's like you do kind of have a, a little bit of an elevated sense of what yeah. is and what's possible For and all sure. that kind of stuff. For you sure. learn all that kind of thing, all those kind of things, but. I think me and my wife have made a concerted effort to do our best to expose her to things sure. and, and let her try to gravitate. So she's been swimming since she was eight weeks old. Love it. Right. And I was I was like, ah, I don't want her to, you know, I didn't I was kind of nervous about it, but she yeah. loves the water. She likes it. She's, yeah. you know, she's only one. She's one and a half now. So, you know, there's a lot of time to figure out all yeah. the other stuff. But we expose her to books. And exactly. She now she's at that point now where she grabs books, sits down. I don't know what's going on inside her head, but she definitely is <laughs> yeah. definitely looking and paging through books in a very concentrated, in a very concerted, concentrated way or whatever the case right, may be. Right. Were you a reader growing up? No. See, I was. So books for me are like I, I had my book club meeting today. Like it, it is it's a part of me. So to have a child who loves books, it, it, it's like gold for me. So, like, trips to the library, like, most kids, like, oh, let's go to the park. But I was like, let's go to the library. <laughs> let's get books. I mean, it's, I always say, readers, that whole, you know, readers or leaders, it's true. Right, right. Kids that learn to read, it literally, it changes their life. It yeah. changes their life. Yeah, and I'll, I'll change that. When I think of readers, I think of people like my wife who reads, 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 reads all the time. Growing up, I read a lot, I did read a lot of comic books. But that's read, yeah, that's right. reading. That so, counts. So I, I definitely read a lot of comic books. I, definitely I did not read. read. Really? <laughs> I, you know what I'm I, never I mean, read. I was a sports guy. I was I wasn't a reader. I was I was I played a sport every season. So I was like, I was more physical. I didn't I didn't do a lot of reading. So, yeah. but yeah, no. I mean, you're absolutely right. And and knowing that I didn't like it, just read and being a reader, it, it also helps you be have more of a creative mind. Mm. Yep. You know, it makes so, you a better communicator. Yeah, and it helps you communicate. You know, so I mean, but yeah, I think I think exposure to kids most definitely is very, very important because I mean, you know, I didn't fly until I was a sophomore in college. I've never been on a plane until I was a sophomore in college. Wow. So I'm like, nah, Tice is going to get on a plane. Mm-hmm. He's going to get that exposure to be able to say, you know, I like it or I don't like it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To where I'm a sophomore, I don't even know in college, I'm like, okay. What's baggage claim? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, where do I go? <laughs> you know what I mean? So teaching him that kind of stuff at an early age is very important to me just because now he can be cultured. He can be, you know, well-equipped for the world mm-hmm. when he becomes an adult. You know, yeah. So. Yeah. I think the same thing. Like, I think part of our job is to put them in better positions than we, we, we were. That's in, right? exactly right. And, you know, my, my daughter's been to at least – 15 universities at this point and, That's and awesome. now she's starting to know what colleges are and then she's at least old enough to understand like you know the scenery and, and be excited about seeing buildings and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. yeah. and you know thanks to her mother who she's a faculty member so she gets to travel to conferences and all that kind of stuff so she gets a lot of different types of exposure to people and, and different types of interaction 
and I think, yeah, like I could, I can't say the same. I couldn't say the same thing for myself. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's it's just, um, yeah. I, we just I do everything I can to kind of position her to be for sure um, better than, than what I had and what and my wife does the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I just I, I I try to be careful because I don't want to build someone. You know, I see. I think C and I. Yeah, I think it was an episode we talked about just basically. Um, exposing our kids to a lot of things that we didn't have but the things that we didn't have made us who we are you know so I I try to I try to be careful with that you know what I'm saying so yeah yeah I seen that on showing showing a picture picture of of his daughter (laughs) reading I love it (laughs) so cute so but yeah man I think um where can they find a book? I said midpoint. We're gonna talk about where can they find. <laughs> um, you can find the book at littlebrowngirlbook.com. Uh, it's eighteen ninety nine plus shipping, and you can also get it on Amazon if you don't have PayPal. All right, get you a PayPal account. Yeah, it takes, it takes two seconds. <laughs> two seconds. <laughs> so easy. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, another book. Another See, baby. The, no, the, the interesting <laughs> thing that you, it's funny you asked me that. Uh, we are having another one. Oh, uh, due in April. Oh, another, congratulations! Uh, uh, man, is that an announcement or everybody else? Pretty everybody else already know. I didn't. I didn't really publicize too much on social media, but everybody okay. that needs to know knows. Okay, now and, the world knows. Well, and the, our hun- our two hundred people who listen every. Hey, what's going on? So, and that that's something I never I didn't think about either, right? So yeah. I was like, oh, okay, we were a little brown girl, we're good. Yeah. My wife was like, you know, you got to write another one, right? That's yeah. like getting a tattoo yeah. of your kid. And like, uh oh, we you got two more. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. So there, there is another book coming. Ah, um, that's so bad. And that's probably well the timeline is from a, a little while from now, probably about a year or so from now okay. is, the, is the goal to kind of get that completed. But the actual content, the content's completed. Um, actually, I just had a conversation with the guy that's going to illustrate that one uh, yesterday, day before yesterday. That's, that's awesome. awesome. So, um, that's so yeah. It's, 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 do, do you guys know what you're having? Yes, we have another little girl. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, you are ruined, sir. It's <laughs> Girls. <laughs> I, lo- I mean, they yeah. Are, they know you. I, <laughs> I love it. They know you. That's the cool thing about having girls is, you know, once I get old, I know somebody somebody's gonna take care of me. <laughs> <laughs> somebody's gonna help me out. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. I love it. Yeah, man. What do you, what do you say for uh, individuals out there who are uh, thinking about writing a book or thinking about, you know, trying to do some creative, you know, being an author in that sense? Yeah. What, what kind of words? What, what what would you tell them? Uh, just have your, I guess, have your why in order. Like why you're doing it in order, right? So for me. It was the 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 actual inspiration for me writing. Like I said, was not to become a world-renowned author or to yeah. have this book sell a million copies. That the from the most on the most basic level, it was to give a gift to my daughter, okay. and everything else kind of mani- kind of flowed out of that. So I would say just think about why you're doing it, yeah. and and kind of and really work from that space, and don't worry about you know everything else. Don't worry about. Right. The things that, like, like I said, like selling, or don't worry about, uh, are people gonna like it? Just put forth your best effort yes. and 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 work at it, and and just do your research on 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 how to do things. I think for me, the challenge was I never thought about doing it, and it was just a lot of asking questions, a lot of talking to people, a lot of um, really reading and and reaching out and finding information, and up. and just finding what works best for you. Okay, that's um, what's up. The way I decided the. The publisher I use. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. How do they go out to like say someone got that content already? Like, man, I have it. How do they? How did you get? Just even your illustrator. You said you did it on Facebook. You Mm -hmm. just reached out to people, or Um, well, with the illustrator, I just like I said, I I reached out to some folks. I started I started looking at people's Instagram and just saying, hey, I have a book project. You know, you know, this is my budget, and that's another thing. Budget. I mean, this is not. I can honestly say it wasn't cheap for me to to do this. At least for me, it wasn't cheap. I mean, by the by, writing book standards, uh, there people spend tens of thousands of dollars putting books together. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't spend tens of thousands of dollars, but <laughs> uh, it definitely uh, wasn't wasn't the cheapest thing. So it's just understanding what what your budget is yeah, and understanding yeah. um, what you actually want to do. And I, I'd say just kind of go for it. In terms of the way I decided to do it was uh, self publishing. Through a, through a site called Ingram Spark, 
Okay. And the, the cool thing about it is technically I don't have to buy any inventory. So it's print on demand. So mm. they print it as people buy it. Right? Oh, that's so, awesome. So it's, you know, so I quite literally don't have to buy inventory at all. That's but I think once again, when you're thinking about and start talking to people that, that have done it, you find out pretty quickly, you know, Amazon's going Amazon's to take that cut. Barnes and Noble's is going to take that yeah. cut. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's more advantageous to kind of get your own, yeah, your own inventory. It's and, like and selling sell your mixtape out the truck. It really is. <laughs> yeah, it really, it really is. And, yeah, and I think yeah. you just have to just believe in what you have, believe For in sure. the project, and believe sure. in what you have because. I mean, who else? Who else will? Right? Yeah, cut that middleman out for yeah. sure. For sure, you know that's crazy, man. Um, I was just talking to someone, uh, a couple people, man. You know, I think when you when you do things, you insp- you you inspire people. So, uh, I've heard many many people, you know, like, hey, man, I want to start a podcast. I, and it was a buddy. I, I got a buddy out in Arizona. Uh, shout out to him. Him and another one of his friends. They 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 want to do a podcast starting mm-hmm. out in Arizona, and. That was one of the first things I was I asked him. I was like, "Well, you know, why do you want to do this?" You know, it's kind of like you said, get your whys in order. That's right. And he kind of gave me a couple different answers or whatever, whatever. I said, "Well, here, man, I can tell you everything that you need to do to get it started." I said, "But what made me want to do it was I didn't I I wasn't caring like I mean even till this day. Hopefully, hopefully, you know, C and I become rich off this. <laughs> I don't know, but anyway, hopefully we do. But I mean, my thing was, like I said earlier, I, I wasn't, I mean, it, it was not about the money. It's not even about, I got 3,000 listens. Because right now, I can go, there's an app, I can go buy listens. And it looks like I got more listens. I, nah, I want this organically. I want my people to be like, yo, I listen to it just because I, I like listening to it. Mm-hmm. But um, I just, you know, those are a few things I tell them. I'm like, man, you can't care about that. If you care about that, it's not going to, it's not, right. it's not going to work. You right. know what I'm saying? So yeah. That's the same with me with food. Like, yeah. even, like, I say, like, even if nobody reads my blog, if nobody, you know, buys any spices, I still have to do it. Yeah. I can't right. not do it. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, hey, yo, this is, you're like our third author on this, on this yeah. one. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I've had. Uh, That's because res- are leaders. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, it's for everyone listening, man, this is, this is a true uh, showing of what this podcast is about. We want. Like we say, our slogan, real, having real conversations with real people. But we want people who are in the community doing their thing, you know, out here promoting a product who who's local or who's major. We don't care. Mm-hmm. We want them to have a voice. Like I said, even if it's 200 people listening, hopefully every 200 person, every two, 200 person that's listening right now, that's maybe 200 books to sell. You know, yeah. you know, right. whatever, man. We want people out here to promote. And hopefully they promote us. And that's what, you know, that's what we, that's why, that's why I, one of the reasons why I do this. Because I just want to be a, I want to be a piece of our culture. This is my piece. This is my contribution to our culture. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So hopefully, you know, Brian, man, these books do good, bro. I yeah. Hope, I hope so. I'm so excited. I, so. I am so excited yeah, about this yeah, book. Yeah. Yeah, I cannot man. wait to go buy it for my daughter. Yeah, so it's so it's it's, it's, a, it's a really awesome feeling. And another thing, I just want to say really quick to to folks that are interested in doing anything like reading, like putting out books or putting out mixtapes, whatever it is. Uh, I'd say when you get to that place where you have everything together, and you have wait that wait one second before you say this, address this to Tandy. Tandy, I know you're listening. She wants to write a book, a children's book. Don't say people. Say Tandy. What's your last name? Um, uh, uh, Harvey, Tandy Harvey. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure she bought the book. She did. Fact. Okay. Fact. <laughs> I told her you were coming on, and okay. I was like, "Yo, get on your stuff." And okay. I sent her. I, she fact she did. <laughs> that's funny because I was like, "Who is Tandy?" Like, I, yes. Everyone that's bought the book so far, I know. And, yeah. And like when I, when you buy it on littlebrowngirlbook.com, like your name comes up and your address, and all that, and I have yes. to send it out. She sent it. She. I mean, she bought it. I told her. I was it's like, on "Yo." The way. I said, "Yo." <laughs> Check this. Awesome. I said, check out Brian. Here's his Instagram. Here's his Facebook. Get on your stuff. So right now, all right. talk to Tandy. So Tandy, first of all, thanks for buying the book. <laughs> Much appreciated. And if you're interested in, if you really are at that place where you feel like you want to put something out, my my biggest piece of advice is fight that that voice in your head that's telling you people won't buy it or that gives you anxiety about if people will like it or not. Fight that. And when you get to that that last place where, like for me, it was pressing send on the proofs. Like, this is it. This is going to be out in the world. Uh, just don't be scared. Don't be scared to make yourself vulnerable because that being able to get past that 
is probably the hardest part about the process. Not writing it, not uh, not finding people to help you with it, not finding friends to get you on their radio shows, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. The hardest part is actually getting over that vulnerability, that, that place where you have to put it actually out there. You get past that, everything else is going to be easy. Tandy. And I think, Tandy, you, I think if you got something, if you, you can reach out to me, we can talk about it, whatever the so. case may be. But I think if you can get past that piece... That's that's the that's the hardest part. I can honestly I can honestly say I remember sitting there at my desk like, man, I'm really about am I really about to put this book out? <laughs> that's what's up. I, and at that point, it was like it didn't cost me anything. it didn't cost me anything. I was like I could just stop and just just be for my daughter. But for me, I thought the message was important enough and 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 broad enough to reach like to reach little girls that that may have their uncle reading this reading to them or, if, or just little brown girls that have fathers that don't know how to articulate like something like this. Yeah, yeah, and it's dope. just like, for me, I was like, well, we'll there see what is. happens. And, and, up, and hopefully it'll help somebody. And if it doesn't, I know it'll help my daughter. That's what's up, man. Tandy, you hear that? You hear that? Get on your stuff, girl. Come on, girl. We got you. Get on your stuff. And we then you come on you. our show. Then you come on our show. <laughs> Promote your book. Yeah, nah, but uh, I, know she, I know she's really been... Um, pushing and striving to, you know, get that get that will to start. So, man, hopefully this will be inspiration for us. So, shout out to Tandy. She listens every week. Um, thank you, Tandy. Yeah, repo. Thank you. So, yeah, I really thank appreciate you. it. Yeah, thank you, Tandy. <laughs> appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, but, man, I'm glad you came, bro. You, you got to come back next time. Oh, yeah. Dez, when Dez comes back in town, man, because he was just here, and I was going to try to do uh, another episode with him, but timing and everything yeah. like that. So, but nah, man, you got to come back, man. And, uh, um, I definitely will. I definitely will not be a stranger. That's yeah, not, yeah, for sure. I, I'll definitely try to get over here. No uh, doubt, no doubt. We appreciate sure. you. Yeah. Where can you find it again? Um, littlebrowngirlbook.com. There it is. There it is. Yes, y'all pick it up. Yeah, and we're back at the restaurant, so you probably hear some uh, vacuuming going on and some <laughs> games in the background. But, you know, this is our thing. This has turned into the stakes is high spot. product. Yeah, this, this is, is spot. The stakes is high is known for having uh, restaurant noise in the background. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, uh, any final words? Oh, shout outs. You got yes. something you prepared? I'm ready. You ready? I got well, some. Well, last word, Brian, before we go, we... Any last words? Anything? Oh, it, once again, thanks for ha- thanks, listeners, for listening. For sure. Thanks for having me, bro. Thanks yeah, for having for sure. me, sis. Yeah. Uh, if you like, I said, if, if you want to get the book, littlebrowngirlbook.com. Yes. Uh, it's good for all ages. It's a great message. For it's sure. A, it's and, wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> and I I'd appre- I just appreciate all the support and all the outpouring of folks that are that are listening to me on 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 my behalf today. Dope. Um yeah, thank, just thanks for everything, everybody. Yeah, for sure, man. And this is a, this is a message for everyone. If you want to start a podcast, you want to write a book, you want to get your mixtape out, you want to get whatever it is that you want to do. Hopefully, this this hopefully this inspired you because this is deeper than just that book. This is just telling you, yo, man, get on you your stuff. You can do it. Yeah, get your wise in order. Why I'm do you want to do this? Yeah, why do you want to do whatever you want to do? If you want to do a podcast, why? Why? To get a thousand listens, that's probably not going to happen right away. <laughs> I've been doing this a year and a half, and all my listens are organic. And C's been on for about five months, six, six months. months. And, you know, we've been staying consistent with our 150, 200 listens. So get your wise on. You're not going to get rich. Like like Brian just said, he, saw, he sold 400, I'm sorry, 40 books right now. But that's just beginning. We got to get started. So hopefully, you know, whatever you want to do, you know, um, think about your wise. C, that's shout good. outs. Yes, we got a lot of shout outs this week. So we, we got, got a shout- lot. Yeah, I got a lot. Okay. So we got a shout out Drunken Nights. We got a shout out The Real and Raw Podcast. Renee Day. All day. Renee K. All day, girl. You got to you gotta come on our show. Like, we need you on our show. Um, the John Effect. Um, D Murph. Uh, Good Morning Beautiful. We got that jazz. The Potter and Family. Yeah, TOS. TOS. Um, who else? Two shots in a brew. Uh, pin rolls versus everybody. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've got a ton. Uh, oh, yeah. shout out. Oh, you said D Murph already. Shout yeah, out D-Murph. to D Murph. D Murph. Yeah, 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 man. Out in Houston. Yo, D Murph. Yo, I want you to, I'm going to try to connect you with uh, our homeboy we were just talking about in Houston. He's big time on sports. Um, I'm gonna try to shout you. I'm gonna holler at you, man. I got yeah, your info. Yeah, so y'all can connect. That would yeah, be awesome. Yeah, Desmond's cool cat, man. So he he's out in Houston too. That would be awesome. Um, Talk it out podcast. Yo, there's some things I want to talk to you about them. Uh, they're they're out there doing it. They're doing another uh, part to their show. Shout out to them. Um, yeah, yeah. We I'm sure we're missing somebody. We are. I know we are. But yeah, we, drinking we, partners. We, <laughs> they're funny. Yeah, yeah. Two shots <laughs> in a brew. 
Um, yeah, 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 all that. So, all that. Hey man, all y'all, the Potter and Family. Look, Brian we bought gifts. We got gifts, Listen to y'all. you guys. Listen, gifts. listen. <laughs> if you come on the show, follow in Brian's steps. He's bringing us gifts. You don't have to bring us gifts. No, you don't, but. Jones just always wants cookies. I ain't even bring no cookies this week, so. He always wants cookies. Anyway, uh, next week, uh, I think one of the Drunken Nights are coming back. Okay. King K. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. It's more of a serious side of King K. Uh, a couple things that he wanted to talk about, and I think it's going to be a good episode. So we went from uh, a super turned up episode last week mm. to a serious episode this, this week. week, but it's going to be another serious episode next week. I'm okay uh, King with that, K, you yeah. know I love that. King K uh, got some serious stuff he want to talk about. So yeah. Shout out to them. Those are my bros. Yeah, love yeah. Them. Shout out. So <laughs> everyone who's listening, thank you again. Thank you to the new listeners. Please go back and listen to our old episode. Go check out Brian on um, the, what was that episode called? Jesse Williams. Yeah, it may have just been the Jesse Williams, Jesse Williams speech, I think. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, so check out that one. Uh, good episode, man. It's, you know, I try to, different times, I try to be creative in, in how I do my episodes. But that one was a creative episode. I enjoyed that one. Um, check that out, you know. And Ooh, one more shout out. The podcast, brothers. Yeah, podcast, man, podcast <laughs> yes. brothers, uh, two shots in a brew. Oh, um, pepper and a salt shaker. Pepper and salt shaker. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> pepper and a salt shaker. There's so many. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there that, that show love, man. And, we appreciate um, y'all. We appreciate everybody who shows love. Hopefully, we get. I'm gonna start getting a list, a better list, so we can make sure we push. Um, you know, ev- oh, have you the Danny and the Cleo show? You know what? I listened to one of those episodes last week. Yo, check out the Danny and the Cleo show. This is probably be something you might want to listen to because I, you know, sound like you guys. So what it is, is a husband and wife. They do a podcast together. Yeah, it's really good. And they just, you know, they have their good conversations just having like, you know, just talk about, you know, different things. They had one 21 questions and it was just talking about marriage and just different things like that. So you might want to check them out too, Brian. It's pretty dope. Dope show. Podcast Queens as well. Yeah, Podcast Queens. Can we say Um, Good Morning Beautiful? Yes. Because, you know, he got in trouble yeah. for jacking up their name. We be, yeah, good morning, beautiful <laughs> podcast. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, y'all, thanks. This episode, uh, listen to this episode. Uh, I enjoyed this one. Great. Thank you, Brian. Yeah, yeah Brian. Thanks, Thank you so for much. having me. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. Yeah, I we're really just, do. Y'all, y'all, go get his book. Yes, it's go awesome. get it. Go get that book. And me and C have been rambling now for about three minutes. So. It's okay. All right. She See didn't argue. Week. Yeah, she didn't argue with me this week. Finally, another episode success. And We're out. Stakes Time Podcast. Peace. <laughs>